0: Welcome back.
1: Welcome back
0: to Pop Opinions. Pop
1: Opinion
0: episode twenty-eight. That is right.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Wait, did you write that down? Were you prepared for it?
1: No, I actually thought of it yesterday driving in the car. I don't know why, but I was like episode twenty-eight.
0: What are you pointing at?
1: Does the thing look like it's running out of battery?
0: Well, it's usually on three, and it's on two, so we should be good.
1: Whoa. <laughs> okay.
0: Case, how are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm okay. I've had a lot of headaches. I think it's, like, the weather changed, so I got these, like, aura migraines, so the last, like, five days, I've had two, which is very unlike me, um, but I'm okay, but you know what? It's, you know, the sun is shining.
0: Closer to spring.
1: We changed our clocks this weekend, which means that it won't be dark at four o'clock, which is really nice. Well, it hasn't been dark at four o'clock. I know. I'm just being dramatic. Um yeah so i'm I'm really excited about that it's Dad's birthday this weekend so we have some fun things planned yeah so I'm good how are you Jack?
0: I'm good. this is my week off of school and I, I know taking so jelly. taking full advantage I mean I got CPR and first first aid certified that was yesterday yeah um besides that just watching movies and Uh, taking my girlfriend through the Marvel Cinematic Universe journey.
1: I know, I'm so jelly. Well, I'm still in the middle. Well, I'm not in the middle. I'm definitely nearing the end of mine. But I'm just jealous that you guys are like at the beginning.
0: I'm really jealous that she gets to see all of these for the first time. So we've gone through... I told her to rate each movie out of 10 because I wanted to keep track. So far, we did. Captain America, she gave an 8.3. Okay. And Captain Marvel was an 8.7. Oh, okay. Which I really... Watching it again, I see the the actual gripes people have the story is a little confusing okay especially for i mean when it was released it just kind of felt like not so great timing because she had such an impact in like endgame
1: oh, okay right
0: but overall the movie was definitely it was just as good like I, i'm not a person that disliked that movie
1: yeah i i love you know me i loved it i mean i i we're gonna talk about it a bit and pitch me what our our segment today. Sorry, I didn't know if I was supposed to say it, but okay. um, you know, I I'm trying like I want to support if there's gonna be women, you know, superheroes. Like I want that. I want more of it. Mm-hmm. We should be represented too more, like or equal or whatever, you know. So I really liked it. I thought she was kick ass. I thought she was pretty great. So
0: uh, and we'll talk some WandaVision. So, yes, you're another female superhero. Yeah, uh, we got the top 100 movie challenge. We're going to talk about the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. and you said later we're going to do Pitch Me. And, uh, but let's start here the 2021 Golden Globes, yes, so the virtual. Mostly virtual edition.
1: Yeah. And I have to say, like, some people I was texting, like, friends while we were watching it and stuff like that. And everyone's like, it's not the same. It's not the same. Well, no, it's not the same. It's virtual. It's bi-coastal. But you know what? There was a lot of great things about it because you got to see, like, Kate Hudson was at home with her family. She was all dressed up, which was so, like, I mean, she got dressed up. and But her entire family was there. And it was just fun to see kind of everybody's home like life too. like Jodie Foster was sitting in her pajamas with her with her wife and a dog and you know uh, Nicole Kidman was sitting there with Keith Urban and their two kids and like it was it kind of had a nice feel to it I thought Amy Poehler and Tina Fey were hilarious obviously like they're so so funny um so I didn't mind them I I actually really but I also like awards so I'll, I'll pretty much watch anything at this point because I'm just like give me some content or you know so i really enjoyed them there was a couple of um like i'm really happy Shit's creek won because it's their last year to be eligible because the show is done so they won best comedy and Catherine o'hara won so and that was it they were all up for it and that was the only two they won but i thought it was you know it was a good way to go out i think you know and they still are they have seg awards which they're up for too um anything's surprised you or um
0: i'm a big fan of for vir- i mean for it being a mostly virtual or whatever you want to call it award show it still falls into my complaint of these award shows and the the thing about i can't compare it to sports award shows because they're award shows that don't matter it's mm-hmm. not like LeBron James wins an NBA championship and he can turn around and go, oh, man, I really hope I win this SB. Like, it just doesn't have the same... Right. Like, gravita. Like, it doesn't have the same... Like, this is what these people are working for is for The a,
1: accolades of, like, the their hard work.
0: Yeah. And it's still just... For me, awards those are just still too long. Right. Like, I just... I don't know. I guess maybe it's me being a bit cynical, but I just... Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are really funny and I would never... Uh, speak ill on them because they did make the show award show really fun but it's just they always do and it's not just them they do li- these little segments that i just may- maybe it's just me that i don't care about right right well we try to like do gimmicks about these movies or tv shows and i get golden globes you have to do a lot more yeah like it's movies and tv mm-hmm. but i just always i find them always too long especially when they say all right it's gonna be three hours it's, it's gonna start at eight o'clock and we all know it's probably gonna end at least Eastern time. It'll probably end around eleven forty-five.
1: Yeah, this one didn't. This one was done at like five after. I think eleven.
0: Hmm. Maybe it flips. just maybe it just felt longer.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't. Um, yeah, I don't. And that's totally fair. That's totally your opinion. I I love them, and I you know I mean sometimes I would say my only gripe with award shows is when people get up there and they just list people's names and i know you want to thank your people like i get it but it's like we don't know who the, any of these people are and you're just standing up there and naming 30 35 people and all your brothers and sisters and your you know bus driver and your teacher from third grade and you know what i mean like it gets like i think for me if i were you know when i win my oscar mm-hmm, like i would just say what are you winning
0: your oscar for
1: oh acting oh okay yeah um so when i win mine and i'm up there you know um uh, accepting my award i would make it more like thank you for everybody in this movie thank you for my family like i would
0: keep it vague
1: yeah like because i you know what my thing would be i would forget everybody's name and then you'd miss people so i would just try and stay away from like specific people do you know
0: Um, unless someone has such an important impact that it deserves an individual name if you just say my family and we're all sitting there watching you get an award I mean I assume we're gonna get the joint award for some kind of podcast award obviously that if you just say my family it it really it loops in everyone and I mean if it's me maybe give me a shout out but right
1: to my no, podcast
0: I, co-host
1: right obviously but and and it's like those people that yeah, I but I just don't think 35 people are all that you know, everyone is equally important. Like I think you can lump more people. I think that's what I mean. Like it's you know, if I say my family, that includes a lot of people, right?
0: Yeah. Written speeches, what are your where do you fall on that side? So,
1: I'm okay with it. Um I prefer a little bit more speaking from the heart, but I also know people get really nervous up there and they get they get um, they don't want to forget things, and so I'm I'm okay with it. It's it's not my favorite. I would prefer a little more from the heart, but I also am very empathetic to the fact of standing up there must be so daunting when you're like looking out in the audience of all your peers, and so I understand why they have them. It just yeah.
0: But if you just have it there, of if you have it there as a reference, because people use it, they have it and they'll look back to it and they'll it, it seemed it seems some people have it Whereas their whole speech written out on that piece of paper yeah. and other people maybe just have like bullet points of what they wanted to talk about while yes. they're up there. Bullet
1: points is better. If they get up there and they're just literally reading off the paper then it's like, okay, well that's not, you know, you've had lots of time to be eloquent and that's not fair for the rest of the people that get up there. My favorite one will forever be Merritt Weaver who won for Nurse Jackie and I think she won an Emmy and she got up on stage and she was shocked. Like Jen, you can tell when people are like shocked and when they're like pretending to be shocked and she was shocked and she just literally walked up to the microphone and she was just like thank you I gotta go and walked off stage like I was like that was amazing because it it showed that it was very overwhelming to her and she was just like it was a real moment of like yeah I can't talk (laughs) I'm out you know yeah
0: there's some good and bad moments when it comes to people's acceptances a lot of a person that I look back to, or maybe looking back to isn't the right word, but Joaquin Phoenix, when he was on his kind of Joker yeah. run, yeah, he is one of the most well-spoken, eloquent, eloquent people Absolutely. I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. No, he is great. Everyone's always like, he's so weird and stuff. Okay. Well, that doesn't... Yeah, he's weird. He's a little quirky and weird and whatever, right?
0: If you're going to make him weird, I think it's it's good that he was the Joker. I think he was a yeah. really good choice for that.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a nice segue. Into I was going to say,
0: I, that's what I, I wanted to segue into it. I just wanted to know if there's any other awards no, you want no, to
1: No, I think it's, uh, you know, Queen's Gamut won a lot, Schitt's Creek. Um... Soul? Yeah, Soul. We I were so we... happy about that. Did we talk
0: about Soul on here?
1: No, t- I feel like we, I don't Maybe you know touched
0: what? on it because it's just, it, it's an existential crisis, but it a is great movie.
1: One of the best movies I've seen last year. We actually watched it this year, but I think it came out in 2020. So, no? No. Oh, okay. I think
0: it was maybe late 2020
1: Oh okay uh nomadland big winner um with uh chloe Zhao. yep she won director and uh, i loved her speech she was great because she she just seems sweet and that movie's very fascinating it was the really i really liked it but it's not definitely not for everybody um yeah no that's kind of right right uh yeah no where's francis mcdormand though who won that one? Oh, uh Audrey day so in that best actress category that was the only movie i didn't see was the audra day one the united states versus billy holiday i saw everything else i was so mad i was like ah <laughs> so that was that's a stacked that's a great uh category
0: because this is kind of our template of about what's going to get nominated for an oscar
1: oh totally like once you kind of see these there might be a few others thrown into the oscar mix but these are going to be your main these are going to be your main ones for sure so and i've seen most of them
0: so we're going to see borat best film oh, or right. is it best film is that what they
1: so it won best
0: picture is the word i was thinking of
1: it won best he won best actor in a motion picture with sasha baron cohen and the movie won best motion picture musical or comedy which again, I had seen everything on there except that one, so because
0: Borat, I just know is not going to be something you would, you my, would really enjoy. It's right. not your, which I think is a reason you've said you're willing to watch it.
1: If it gets nominated, I will watch it one hundred percent. I have like I like to do that. I like to try and see as much as I can. So yeah.
0: All right, let's get into our top one hundred movie challenge this yes. week: The Dark Knight, two thousand eight, Christopher Nolan um as i was watching it i forgot this was the middle movie of a trilogy
1: oh yeah which
0: which we said traditional well i said traditionally is the like most people would say empire strikes back over return of the jedi just because of the stakes it has Batman Begins. I just I didn't not that I didn't remember it, but it just didn't hold as acclaim as this
1: movie. Yeah, I I never saw them. I saw this one in two thousand eight or whenever it came out. Um, but I never saw the the bookmarked ones, like or the yeah bookend bookend. Thanks book. Yeah,
0: the Dark Knight Rises definitely did not hold up to the standard. Although, uh, Tom Hardy as Bane was really good. Oh, okay. Uh, so to me, when I was writing down what this movie's about. Is it weird to say it doesn't feel like a Batman movie?
1: Yeah, it feels like a Joker movie.
0: That's what I said. It tells the story of the rise of Joker yeah. as a prime criminal in Gotham City as Batman, Harvey Dent, and Lieutenant Commissioner Jim Gordon are hunting down these criminals and trying to stop the Joker shenanigans.
1: Yes. Perfect. Yeah. And that's Joker's played by Heath Ledger, who is uh i don't even know what word like i was trying to think but he is so incredible in this movie the way his the way he's committed to the role which again when i watched it made me sad because this is the movie that was kind of the cause of his demise and um which was such a shame because he's he's so talented so so talented and he the way he committed with his body the way he walked the way his tongue went the way he yeah he was always licking his lips the way he spoke the way he laughed the way he like everything he did in this movie was perfection and as
0: even when you're breaking down specific scenes and you think of the interrogation scene and batman is throwing him around and he's just laughing. laughing yeah and when i watch these movies my head especially thinking for a podcast my head always goes to okay who are the better jokers and batmans and when i just think of the joker i just can't can't not think of heath ledger and an incredible performance which is why calling it the dark Knight doesn't really feel right because it's really a joker movie
1: it really is you're right no Um, So I put Things I Liked, which was I love the psychological warfare between the two of them. I thought it was so fascinating, this very like they were just trying to always one up and it always seemed like the Joker was a little bit a step ahead, but so it was fascinating. Um, the boat scene was probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie where they have on one boats, the criminals and on the other boat, just kind of the regular city folk or whatever. And how he said there's, you know, the Joker's like, okay, at midnight, I'm going to blow the one of you up if you don't blow the other one up. And so they had these, you know, these debates in the boat. And I loved on the the prison one, Sorry, the dog. Um, I love the it on dog the dog sees a baby. <laughs> a scary baby. Um, uh, you know though on the prison boat, he just this this big guy comes and he's like, give me, give me the detonator. detonator. And so you're like, oh my god, he's gonna blow up the people. Like that's the way they make it seem.
0: Especially because his line is, uh, I'm, "I'm gonna I'm do what you should have done, done. done ten minutes ago." Yeah,
1: and he just throws it out the window, and and then they they other boat of the regular folk there was one guy who was like i'll just press it like these guys have done their time or they're doing time they've made their their bed like you know and then he goes to press it and he can't even do it because you're taking lives like and and the joker was convinced they would do it and i he had that moment of like oh it's like humanity of you know like he was convinced one of them they're gonna save themselves and it was a really big it was such a powerful which like,
0: is what batman even says to him is there's enough people in the city that are willing to do good yeah i love how this movie though has and i know every pretty much batman spider-man whatever movie you want to say talks about him as not necessarily the hero
1: who's that batman batman but yeah.
0: he then because even when and i think these movies do a good job of using the news where they say batman vigilante or hero right and it's a debate the entire time yeah of is what he's doing really right yeah because he may be stopping crime but he's still antagonizing them enough that and he won't he won't he has one rule he won't kill anyone yeah and joker tries to get him to break that rule at every which way
1: yeah but um another one of my favorites was when Rachel does die because played by Maggie Gyllenhaal because I feel like in these movies they always save the day and they save the girl and for me it was like good like not you want somebody to die in a movie but it's it's more realistic of like yeah you can't save everybody in and, a superhero movie.
0: And that was a great job cuz when I was watching I kind of was forgetting I'm like Okay, so the police are going to save Harvey Dent mm-hmm. and Batman's going to save Rachel. Okay, that that makes sense and he sends them to opposite locations, yeah. which was just a again, psychological
1: warfare. He loved he loved messing with him. And my only gripe is his voice. I don't know Christian Bale, like I know mm-hmm. he's supposed to have that gruff voice and because no one knows who he is except for like Rachel. Like you can't, you can't talk in your n- normal voice, and I understand that. But it was a little, it was a bit much for me at times. Like I was, yeah.
0: It it is. It almost seems like for a movie that is not funny at all, it almost seems like it's its little piece of comedy of yeah. just like. And Christopher Bale is a top notch actor. I don't think anyone would deny that. Yep. Just the way he, what are you doing here? Like yeah. it's just, it is so like. It doesn't have to be that deep.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a bit much. But
0: the way he does... I'm surprised you didn't say this earlier, that I'm the one that, that's bringing it up. The opening scene with the bank robbery. Yes. That is one of... Like, you talk about it as one of your favorite scenes in any movie. At the bank? Yeah.
1: I did? No, yeah. I was talking about another movie with the bank, wasn't I?
0: Oh, I don't know. I, I remember you talking, like, before we watched it. You're like, oh. oh, I love that opening scene. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: The Joker running a bank robbery scene and... Them all basically talking shit about the Joker as he's a part of them. Yes. As, and the as way as this is. plan goes and yeah. the deceit, the precision of the plan of, okay, this person did this job, then kill him. Less shares. Yes. And then you break it down and it's just Joker. Just
1: him. I know. Yeah, no, it is. He's a ge- He was a genius as far as like his planning, even when he goes the very like at the end when they're all in the building and he has the... The doctors are the host- the hostages are actually the SWAT team or whatever. No no, sorry uh,
0: they're clowns. Yes. and then the doctors are the actual like henchmen to the yes. Joker. yeah that it was it was a very good everything is so calculated mm-hmm. in this movie. Yes, yes,
1: yeah. So, great movie. I yeah. love it.
0: In terms of... I mean, we're always going to remember Heath Ledger. The one I forgot... And I, I don't think we can doubt Christian Bale is amazing as Batman. Yeah. To me, he is the best Batman. I was waiting to see if you had a... I know. No,
1: he's, no it was great. I was just trying to wonder who you were going to bring up.
0: Uh, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah,
1: yeah. As Harvey Dent.
0: Harvey Dent and evidently then Two-Face, who is a classic Batman character. I forgot how in such a short span of time his character goes from being the uh not the the city's hero because he's the district attorney and yeah. he's putting all these bad guys away and loses rachel loses half of his face yeah and then just descends into madness and i aaron eckhart i always not forget about him in this movie because it's, it feels like a batman a joker but the performance he has is absolutely incredible
1: yeah no he is he's really good and i think that's again like this movie shows you like kind of that humanity piece of yeah he's a good guy and he's the da and he's whatever but if you know shit went down for him you're not it took
0: away his life pretty much did.
1: so he's like okay now i'm a bad guy <laughs> right
0: yeah um there is and i forgot about it until about two seconds before it happened but there's a very popular TikTok sound from this movie oh yeah where it's all the bad guys are are all the criminals whatever are, are together in a meeting and the joker walks in and one of the one of the leaders of those henchmen will goes enough with the clown and he goes ha 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 <laughs> Let's not blow this out of proportion. And he has like (laughs) a bunch of bombs and that's all over TikTok. And when I heard him, like, I forgot that that's the moment that it was from.
1: Right, right.
0: And also some very memorable quotes, I would say. Yep. Besides, I mean, Why So Serious was right. like the poster of the oh, movie. Oh, my God, yeah. And obviously him talking about, you want to know how I got these scars? Mm-hmm. I could never do a perfect, a no, good joke. No, that's pretty good, though. It, thank you. Because I just love, I for me, as I was watching it, I found myself like licking my lips. and am like, wow, it's just like a... It's part of it. It's like a reaction. And it, he does it so often, but it doesn't feel like he's over the top.
1: No, no. It just feels like part of him. He, he just, it became part of his character right he was so good at it uh
0: also some men just want to watch the world burn Mm -hmm. and it's as more bruce wayne is trying to figure out what the joker's plan is and then alfred played by michael Caine, just some men just want to watch the world burn maybe he doesn't have some ulterior motive about uh
1: like he doesn't want money he doesn't want power like he just yeah he just he liked this kind of game he he set up right
0: yeah multiple games throughout the movie yeah uh the other one which is mostly the aaron eckhart harvey dent quote but you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain
1: mm.
0: which is so good the story of harvey dent in this movie Exactly. and not to spoil the ending but i think it it really did a good job of a lot of people are back and forth on batman as if he is again a hero vigilante and the way he ends it, and also Gary Oldman, I want to give him... Yes, he, a little I, shout out. I forgot, so forgot about how good he is. Yeah, he's really good. Like and Batman just says, let Harvey Dent be the hero yeah. that he was. That yeah. he was to everyone.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: You're going to have to come chase me. Yeah. And he becomes the villain. And it's a good job of even, like, uh, it becomes Commissioner Gordon, breaking the bat symbol. Yeah. Because they were really, I don't want to say friends, but they were... Well, partners yeah.
1: yeah they were they were you know they relied on one another and they needed one another so
0: yeah top top notch movie in terms of superhero movies outside of the marvel cinematic universe yeah it's to me the best movie
1: yeah it's easily we said that for christopher nolan though didn't we
0: That there was a signature movie yeah um i don't I know don't let me check my um my notes yeah, let's look. Oh yeah, oh, I wrote the Dark Knight.
1: Yeah, I had Interstellar and the Dark Knight because I couldn't decide.
0: That's fine. You you can we could just say you picked Interstellar then, that we're still both represented. Yes. Um. All right. One division. One division. And the and I this to me is my favorite. I know everyone talks about finales how how great they are. I love getting to say the penultimate episode. Oh okay. Just the second last episode. Yeah. yeah. This is an episode. I think it's um. I don't want to say controversial, but I think there's a lot of varying opinions on this.
1: Wow. Interesting.
0: Which I get uh, the most complaint I heard is that it didn't really move the story forward.
1: No, but I think this was necessary, this episode, because we got a lot of backstory. We got a lot of how she got vision and how she how she was how what happened to her and her brother
0: just the hesitation her it, brother yes her brother pietro pietro yeah that's it, you just i like the accent you put on it because it doesn't
1: seem like you can just say Pietro like it, it's Pietro. piet
0: like pietro
1: yeah i know so you can't just go pietro because like, i have know to go you just want to say pedro i know but i don't want to say it wrong so he um like what happened to them what you know, how that all shook out. We got that. We got Agatha stuff, background.
0: Yeah, which I think a lot of people... We kind of just inferred that she was a witch and was from a long time ago, but we got... At the beginning, I think it was the very beginning of the episode, was her actually being a part of the Salem Witch Trials.
1: Yeah, like, I I think... I understand what people are saying. This is is what I'll say about WandaVision. The first couple of episodes, I just think it was laid out maybe a little wrong. Like, I think... You know, because you had four until you started seeing the. I think three and then. Three and the fourth one one was that. So I'm I'm thinking maybe you had you know everything should have maybe shifted down one you know and, because yeah the Agatha thing you wanted, I liked knowing all the backstories. I just don't know if it needed to happen like
0: in the second second last episode but, but if, then
1: if you did it any earlier like that's it's the bad guy like you don't want to do it too soon because then where do you go in the story i don't know i'm fine with it but
0: i yeah to me especially the thing i found interesting and i didn't pick it up because i i re-watched the episode because i didn't realize until people were saying it that when wanda was having was exposed to an infinity stone and got her powers she actually had powers when she was younger Mm. so when her and Pietro are stuck under the bed so and and the episode did also a good job of going because we didn't know any of her backstory it it was a huge complaint at least for me of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in general that we didn't really know much about her and we're about to find out more about Natasha when that movie comes when Black Widow comes out but in this one you saw where she got the inspiration to make this town where she's watching Dick Van Dyke, and she's watching Malcolm in the Middle, and, and
1: bewitched. And her her dad her dad had a big uh, suitcase full of like TV shows on like DVDs or tapes or something I think old bit, school. Quite VHS, probably yeah, at VHS that point. tapes, and so she used to watch this stuff. And then she went to the site where they had bought a place, and then was just like built a house there with her I, magic i was
0: gonna say built a house i think is an understatement because yeah. just the emotional trauma that she goes through is enough to create this that, town
1: that guy though he there's something about him
0: What well, that guy uh the director yeah
1: oh well hayward
0: yeah tyler yeah. hayward Um, uh, well i mean the first thing we saw was that he fabricated her stealing vision
1: yes she didn't do that
0: no she wanted to see him and probably the most devastating part of the episode, when you go back to the other movies and when Wanded Vision are in some type of distress, they say, It's okay, I just feel you mm-hmm. and or I feel you. And she just goes, I can't feel you. I can't feel you. Such it's really a really sad And Elizabeth Olson is doing oh, such my an God. amazing job. She's
1: so good. Like she is so good.
0: And going back to when they're stuck under the bed, um, the reason the bomb the stark industries bomb doesn't go off is because of wanda right she has powers at that point to stop the bomb for two days right until they get out yeah because in that because before it was always just oh it's just a faulty bomb it was just dysfunctional now you get the actual story
1: but what i didn't understand is like why was it a stark was it did it just get? like they've never really addressed that have they
0: um well this is this is the advantage to watching the first like as i was watching the first iron man he tony didn't know who he was selling weapons to oh, okay. but also th- i think this would have been i'm trying to think of the year it was because tony wouldn't have been in charge at that point it probably would have been uh obadiah or it would have been i think it was after uh tony's dad passed away i'm pretty sure just in terms of timeline um so Stark Industries, in Iron Man, they just show it as he doesn't know who he's selling to. Yeah. He's just a weapons manufacturer.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. I don't know. I don't buy it. I don't. I just don't like that. Like, you're selling weapons. You should know who you're selling them to and why. Oh, and I think
0: that like- you didn't like it in terms of, like, you don't
1: accept it. No, like, I don't like, yeah, I just don't like that. Like, I think if you're going to be doing that, you should damn well know who that's going to and why. Like, I don't know. I just, you should I don't buy I th- that. I think that, that just shows like a,
0: the arrogance of Tony and the, or, or yeah. arrogance of Stark Industries.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So. Was, good. Go ahead.
0: Oh, I was going to say, so like when she gets exposed and she passes, like the backstory of all of this, sure. It didn't, it told us a little bit of what's to come. I think the biggest thing is setting up White Vision, who a lot of people think is going to be James Spader as Ultron again. Oh, it's just okay. going to be the voice. Right, right, right. Because some people, and I I think I was a part of it and probably said it here, that maybe Hayward was Ultron. Yeah. That would have been cool. But I think a lot maybe. of people also... still could be. Definitely possible. I think a lot of people... the He's
1: shady as fuck.
0: <laughs> the Marvel fandom is not star wars is probably the most toxic i've seen but marvel fans really hate on other marvel fans when they make crazy theories
1: god everybody needs to get a life oh, that's god. the thing just let just pe- let people say why does that bother you are like, you gonna like let, lose sleep over it like just, just let them
0: have fun let like, them have
1: fun and let them throw stuff and see what sticks and because you know? if, you,
0: if you get something right you get to go cool i got that right if you get it wrong you go cool it's not like the story's gonna be bad because it's not I got like a theory you're wrong.
1: writing the story like just let it be right i don't know yeah people are
0: And I mean, the
1: thumbs away, man.
0: The ending of it was definitely a moment where I'm like, this is definitely a not necessarily a comics, but just as you're watching Wanda, she's just always known as Wanda. They say it in the show. She doesn't have some weird nickname or she doesn't have like a moniker. And at the very end of the episode, Agatha tells her you're the Scarlet Witch, which is her character, like her superhero name. And hearing that I was the only one sitting down that had a reaction. Yeah, you did. Just because...
1: You were like, oh, and we all looked over at you, and then we all went, oh, but we didn't know why we were doing that.
0: Because that's just how we would know her, but it's something that was never acknowledged until that point. Right. Very significant, and also a nice way to end that episode.
1: Yeah. So last one.
0: Last one this week. It's got to be crazy. I'm assuming it's got to be at least around an hour.
1: Yeah. I know. I always find the ends of those shows like really difficult because I feel like when you watch it you're it's like you're the anticipation of everything that's happening you're not really fully like it's always i always have to watch them a couple times because i don't feel like i really retain and understand everything because that's just like the end and you're like trying to take it all in and
0: and it's also one where i, I can't it's not going to be a perfect tie bow ending because they've said it ties into well the weird part about it is it ties into spider-man far from home which has already happened but it happens like months like, Spider-Man happens months after the show, mm. which is a little confusing, because then they say it also ties into the next Spider-Man, which comes out in December, and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which comes out March next year. Wow. So, if I can't imagine we get a perfect ending, it has to be kind of something up in the air to set up those movies. Yeah. So I'm okay it'll, with that. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what we get. Yeah. And no matter what, if you're upset about it as a Marvel fan I just think you need to take a deep breath and (laughs) then just enjoy the show for what it is because it's supposed to entertain you and these writers make these choices for a reason
1: yeah and really guys we're only one step closer to Winter Soldier and the Falcon
0: yeah that'll be so uh, the one and the good thing about the one week in between those shows is that they're doing a I don't know if it's a making of WandaVision or making of like several different marvel right. entities oh
1: my god that would be so fascinating like
0: because that's a lot of people have thought and i said it too. the secret 10th episode but you never know it could happen but i just it's weird that they put that week in between but i feel like if they did it i would not be disappointed but if you set it up for nine and then just made it 10 what what was the point of keeping that 10th episode secret yeah keep fans entertained i guess yeah all right um uh, pitch me so pitch me (laughs) when when i gave you this idea it was just we can have these shows where uh, shows have these episodes where we could talk about what movies would you want to make what what could you remake and Hmm. just i wanted to come up with just fun ideas where if you're going to win your oscar for acting maybe it's in one of these
1: (gasps) oh i like it uh, yeah, I had a hard time. I really needed you to, to like break it down for me, right? Like, I was like, but like, what do you want me to pitch? Like, I was like, what am I doing?
0: When I, also, when I, I hope you didn't go like, all right, this is the movie. This is the entire plot. These are all the oh, actors gosh, no. I want. No, 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 no. I just came up with like just fun ideas of yeah, stuff no, no, you no, want to no. see. Yeah,
1: just, yeah. So I always had, uh, can I go first? Because this <laughs> was my, this movie I have had in my head for probably about four or five years that I've, Wanted to make, and I think I told Meg the concept. I don't know if I've ever told you, but so basically, it's like a mother-daughter relationship. But the mom is from, like, like a poor, like, and it was, she married for money. Okay, so because she grew up kind of, you know, like not having a lot, so she marries for money, and she becomes kind of caught up in this world, and she kind of forgets what's important and whatnot. And then she's got one daughter. Her husband works a lot and then something happens to the daughter where she's in an accident and then she has to kind of reevaluate her life or whatever. Like she doesn't really know her daughter very well. She doesn't accept like she she's more about the image anyways and then it just kind of progresses. And I've thought about this movie for about four or five years. I've thought about other characters that are going to come in. I've thought about the change that she's going to go through. I've, yeah. So it's like more of the mother daughter relationship, but then it's also within herself. Like, it's just like, who am I outside of this? So that would be my number one. I've always wanted to make this movie. I should just write it and just see what happens because it's, it's one of those movies every now and then I'll just think of these characters and I'll think of, Oh, they're going to be like this and they're going to be like this. And you know, and there's going to be a housekeeper that's really important to the daughter. Um, Yeah, like like a lot of, like an ensemble kind of, you know? Yeah.
0: And you haven't made any casting decisions yet?
1: I actually haven't. No, I haven't really thought that. I definitely, for the mom, I picture someone early 40s, so not me. Um, Yeah, no, I haven't thought that far ahead. But I do know there is going to be a nurse that plays a really big role in this thing because they're in the hospital most of it will be in the hospital kind of thing and then like some side stories kind of thing but um and then there's there's gonna be a man that's gonna be important and his job's pretty cool actually I have to say I like it so yeah so one of these days maybe I should just write it because you just never know right yeah yeah that's my number one
0: um I didn't rank any of these
1: oh no I just meant like that's my number like i i didn't rank them either like the other ones are just whatever but that's always been i have this movie playing kind of in my head for the past like like i said four or five years so that's just like my i don't mean it like that like that's my whatever
0: okay good because i have three categories so i have remakes oh, okay uh mcu so I you're gonna
1: do a fun that's why i was asking you what I knew you were gonna do fun things. You were gonna put it categorized and you're gonna have fun names, and that's why I was trying to like get information from you. Th-
0: those I just those are remakes, MCU, and Star Wars. Those are my three categories. Okay. I'll start with Star Wars because I know it's not as much your cup of tea. I like Star Wars. Yeah, but I just this is like for deep, deep Star Wars fandom.
1: Oh, sorry. Okay,
0: do you wanna see a movie about Palpatine? I
1: don't know who that is. There you go. Oh, I do. It's a bad guy. Emperor
0: Palpatine. I would just like to see a backstory about him. Oh, okay. About like his life and how he came to be. How he... I really... My interesting part of his story is how he managed to balance being on both sides of a war that he started.
1: Okay. Right.
0: So I'd love to see a movie about him.
1: And like why he's a bad guy. Kind of. Yeah. Or like why he's in the dark side.
0: Yeah. And like, did he really kill his master? Kind of stuff like that. (laughs) Because he talks about Darth Plagueis the wise and... Seems like he might have killed him. Uh, I want to see something about the stormtroopers and clones because I know there's stuff coming out. I want to know almost like because I've seen people say like a rated R version of stormtroopers and the clones to kind of know about the hardships of war, okay? Because they're just the soldiers that kind of get pushed to the wayside by pretty much the Jedi and the bad guys, yep. Um Another one, which I think you could you could do as a movie or a show, but the rise of Ren, so Kylo Ren and yes. the Knights of Ren. Who the Knights of Ren are such a cool story in the Star Wars fandom, and then in the Rise of Skywalker, they're in like five or ten minutes and then kind of get pushed to the wayside. Right. So I'd love to know about Kylo Ren and. Him training at Luke's Academy and what happens and what was going through his mind and who was controlling him, kind of stuff like that.
1: Right. And I want it to be played by Adam Driver. Yeah. Because he's amazing. They have to. If you're
0: going to talk about Ren, obviously not the younger versions, but... He could even... He could play a little younger than what he is.
1: Yeah. For sure.
0: And the last one is a Darth Vader, and I think it would have to be a movie. Okay. So, I mean, pretty much all of Star Wars is surrounded around Darth Vader. I want to know in between... Uh, when he first becomes Darth Vader before, uh, a new hope, like before the fourth movie. Okay. So that in between time of Darth Vader and his hunt, because he's on the hunt for Jedi and maybe his inner struggles as well. Cool. I think that'd be a fun movie.
1: I do too. Those are great ideas. Thank you. <laughs>
0: I should go to John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Right. I, I think they would love me.
1: I know. John. um okay so another one of my topics that I'm always fascinated by are soulmates so what I would love to see is like because I don't believe in them but I find them fascinating um what I what I picture is a movie where you know you're you you're you pass on from earth and you're somewhere okay and then you kind of you wait in this like waiting room and I can picture it like very 70s for some reason and then an elevator opens or or some kind of whatever opens and that's your soulmate standing there and then you guys like go off but I want it like a comedy drama because I wanted to sometimes the door opens and like you don't even know that person or so then you have to kind of get to know them or like it is someone you know and you're confused like i just feel like it'd be kind of a i feel like it'd be kind of a fun because
0: you could the way i'm thinking you could tell that story is there isn't just a main character there's a bunch of characters you can introduce and then you could do it funny where someone's sitting there the door opens and it's like their mom and you're like wait you're my soulmate that (laughs) doesn't make any sense and a little weird, but that was just where I thought of the way you could make it funny.
1: Yeah. And then you could make it, you know, it could be a bit of both where, you know, and then you'd have to have like one really good love story where they were like all in love down here on earth. And then, you know, they found each other again. Like you'd have to throw in one of those for the, you know, those kind of people that like that. Um, but I don't know. I'm always fascinated by the soulmates. Another one. Some besides that one, another soulmate one I thought of was. So, like, someone's here on earth and they go through, like, maybe they're married for 30 years and then, no, they have like a love in their teen years. And then they marry someone and they have, you know, 30 plus years with that person. And then maybe they meet someone in their like 70s and then they have another. 10, 20 years with that person. So like who's their soulmate, right? Like it kind of, you could kind of go through their life of like three different major loves and then at the end, kind of like this is your actual soulmate kind mm. of thing.
0: Yeah, I like that. That's a good idea.
1: Yeah. I
0: hope no one steals that.
1: Right? That's, I'm trademarking it. Soulmates. No. <laughs> yeah. So that's my, I don't know, I'm fascinated by soulmate stuff. I think because I don't believe in it. So I just want to like understand it more or something, you know? Mm-hmm
0: uh do you want to hear i'll let you choose do you want me to talk about the remakes? i have a lot of remakes or mcu stuff
1: Um, remakes
0: okay uh my number one which we watched a few weeks ago and i think you could do this you could even change the story if you wanted a little bit but scarface
1: okay yeah
0: i think you could modernize it to doesn't have to be necessarily. Like Cuba could. Can see from. I think he's from Cuba and Scarface.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I. Th- I think that that storyline, that aspect of it, could still work. Yeah, for sure. I just think if you modernize it, you change it up where. I don't know how much of it you can really change, but you could throw in fancier cars and the parties and stuff like that oh, are definitely totally. more extravagant now. Yeah. I think it's a movie that could work now. It doesn't necessarily have to be exactly Scarface, but I think that style of movie could yeah, work.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. That's good. Uh,
0: the Green Lantern, which uh, Ryan Reynolds did, and it really wasn't good. I'm mm. sorry I like Ryan Reynolds, but it just it didn't work for him. Deadpool is a much more appropriate movie, superhero movie you for him. I haven't even seen it. No, but everyone tells me how funny he is, so I get to I right. get to go off other people's experiences. So I'd want to see that done again. Okay. Um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, yeah. Because I feel, again, that was my thing for a lot of them. It's, it's been a while. Yes. I think that movie's like 19, 50s
1: Six, or 60s, 60s, somewhere in there. Yeah.
0: I think you could redo that. I don't really think there's yeah, for sure. too much issue with that um to kill a mockingbird i put it as a question mark because Uh, i know it's a very classic book and they have a movie do you think it could work today of like tell like retelling mm -hmm. the story
1: yes yes i i do i think the added layer of it being in the 50s or 60s you know, but then I don't know how how far have we actually come. I'm not sure if we've even. Sorry, it's not funny, but it's like, oh my God, have we even made progress? I mean, we have, I know, but not definitely not enough. Um, I mean, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I think you could, but I think it'll always get compared. Like people will be like, it's not as good. But I think if you make it like it's To Kill a Mockingbird, but now, right?
0: yeah I, I when i wrote it down with the question mark i thought you'd go either way of retelling the story or taking the concept yeah and yeah. making it in 2021 or whenever
1: yeah i think a lot of the the issues are very relevant still this day so i think you you could and i mean it's a f- one of the best stories i think ever made so
0: mm-hmm. um i wrote down a couple uh Animated that should become live action. I wrote down the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay, and then I read that it's apparently in the works.
1: Oh, really? eh?
0: Thought it doesn't necessarily get to be my idea, but I just thought it would be nice to see. I also wrote Pocahontas.
1: Oh yes. I think
0: they wanted to do it and ran into some logistical issues, and Hmm. people complain that the movie is whitewashed.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: I just think it's a good story.
1: I think now you could do it because I think people in the last year have you know i think there's been some a shift now and i think maybe if you tried it now might be a little different
0: uh clue which i didn't know i I had to make sure i remember that clue was a
1: movie right right
0: i i don't see why you wouldn't be able to do that now
1: yeah that'd be funny Actually, it's just
0: a yeah it's a fun classic board game and you can just recast everyone
1: yeah who who killed colonel mustard in the library with the candlestick
0: (laughs) that is the scenario that is the scenario i thought of too Um, this one I wrote down because I thought I didn't know if you were going to be interested. Okay. The Outsiders.
1: Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie.
0: The one person I saw people say, if you did this movie, um, cast Tom Holland in it.
1: Oh, yeah. I could see that for sure.
0: The other one that left the door open for Marley. I
1: know. Because I didn't want her to cry. And now she's clinking all around just
0: walking around uh so the outsiders i thought mm. you could just do it the same or you could change it up and make it more diverse
1: right yeah
0: because it's the it's a pretty simple like i don't say orphans but just a uh,
1: pony boy and yeah they all live in the house yeah they're kind of outsiders no <laughs> <laughs> no they're just kind of like the rebel kids right
0: oh, i just realized i forgot to do film Ner- nerd corner for the dark night and it was pretty much the same thing that happened in inglorious bastards with uh rachel like maggie gyllenhaal and the joker when they're talking there's a camera just swirling around them um yeah the outsiders i thought you could make it the same Mm -hmm. or you could change it up modernize it and you could really set it anywhere in the world
1: yeah yeah you could
0: um these are i also wrote down we're not remaking ferris bueller
1: I know, right?
0: And we're not remaking Bre- Breakfast Club. Yes, I. Agree. I think Breakfast Club, you can do the same. I, when I thought of remaking it, I think you can do it. You again, you 2021, you diversify, you LGBTQ plus. I hope I'm not forgetting any. No, yep, no, you're right. Um, and pe- people of color, like there's a way you can social do social
1: media that. comes then into play that they didn't have then. The
0: same, you could do the same detention in the library you can do everything of that the same if you'd redo this movie do not shove molly ringwald in that movie don't put judd nelson in that movie right, just right, right. make it its own thing don't even call it the breakfast club yeah you can remake every aspect of it just don't call
1: connect it, the two call it lunch brunch or <laughs> i don't know did you say the... lunch brunch <laughs> I, know, I know if they meant
0: like lunch bunch
1: yeah something like that or
0: detention crew detention yeah diverse detention i just don't
1: know if people i don't know if i don't want people go for it because they'd be like don't touch that it's a classic right Which
0: i'm saying don't touch yeah. it but if you want to do something similar you can just don't don't make it breakfast club too yes no yes. one wants to see that no
1: no we don't want to be molly ringwald's daughter no no right
0: no you definitely need to uh so yeah that was all i had for remakes
1: nice so with saying all that I love teen movies I love the John Hughes era I love um like we were just saying like I like all of that I would love to see more teen movies so there's one that came out today actually yesterday because this was on Thursday um that Amy Poehler I think wrote and directed and it's called Moxie and I really want to watch it it's on Netflix and it looks she was on Dax promoting it and it had that kind of high school feel and she was saying, like, I like movies like that. And she was also in Mean Girls. And I was like, I like movies like that, too. Like, I like Easy I like, you know, Smart, I think they did a really good job. Edge of 17 I loved with Haley Steinfeld. Like, I like movies like that. So, I mean, I would like to see more of it. And I would like to see more, like, diverse. Like, make it more realistic don't have it so
0: the high school jock is he doesn't want to date the pretty girl or the not so pretty girl but he thinks she's pretty yeah
1: yeah like not like that like do it
0: just normal like just not, more
1: realistic and
0: not every high school athlete walks around with their letterman jacket pushing nerds into lockers that's just yes. not what this world is anymore if anything not that they're the ones that get bullied but because of social media it's kind of open to anybody can be the bully
1: yes yes for sure so i think you know and now we have more mental health issues and we have like i think they could really hone in a little bit more like i feel like this generation is really lacking in the teen movies that we all got growing up like we got some great movies that people still hang on to and i think that that's lacking right now
0: i was gonna say my two that i would think of in terms of high school would be super bad Yes. It just, it, yes. To me, it felt like a story that could happen to me. Yes. Maybe not everything, but yeah, yeah. But quite I mean, a bit I mean, you do have
1: it. to Hollywoodize it a little bit, otherwise it'd be a little bit boring. No? Yeah.
0: And um Project X is the one where yeah,
1: that was so fun.
0: When you see that movie, and especially when you hear it's a true story, Hollywoodized, but apparently not as not that much yeah. for what happened. It's one of those things where you go. Ah, uh, we're gonna go to a Project X party. You're gonna host one, which right. I, I never said I would. I would never want to host one because then your car goes into a pool, <laughs> a pool and, and yeah, there's fires everywhere. And police officers are getting tased. Yeah, but those are the two movies when I thought when you're talking about teen movie, high school movie. Those were those are my two.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think we're missing we're missing some, though, because we had like when I was growing up, it wasn't just Breakfast Club and Ferris Spieler. We also had like Pretty in Pink and Sixteen Candles and some kind of wonderful. And we had some really great like movies. I loved Camp I Me Love like we did. We had some really great ones. And I feel like it's a little bit lacking for these guys. So I would like to see more teen movies made.
0: Do you say these guys because I'm not a teenager? Yeah, I still like them. I I liked all those movies that you said. Yeah, they're fun. All right, ready for my MCU? Yes. I only have a couple because uh, they have so much planned. And that was the same with Star Wars. It was hard to find anything because there's so much. I mean, I'll say it a million times. Jimmy Woo doing the X-Files, even calling it the Hex Files. (laughs) Right. That was funny. Apparently, it's getting pitched. Someone was talking about that they wrote down the pitch for it. And I don't see why Disney wouldn't do that, especially how much the internet loves randall park and jimmy Woo as a character yeah i think you can bring in so many different aspects of marvel where one episode is just oh my god look there's dr strange or look there's spider-man there's just so much you could do with a show like that
1: right yeah i know i would love that for sure
0: uh my other one is also uh actually i wrote down something more with scrolls okay. because Skrulls are the uh green shapeshifters from captain marvel okay they've had an impact like they're a part of spider-man far from home and they have had an impact on the mcu i think there's going to be a lot more going forward especially there's talks of possibly a movie that's based on the comics about the secret invasion which is some scrolls going bad
1: oh okay because
0: they're the
1: that was the best part by the way of the marvel movie is as those guys because you thought they were bad guys and they weren't they just blew up their home and so what are they supposed to do
0: yeah, that's what that was my favorite part of once once they give that reveal and you're like, oh wow. Like yeah. they're just they're just misunderstood. They are. Uh my other one, which I think every if you're a Marvel fan and don't think this is a good idea, I think there are just too many dots connecting for this to happen. Which is a Captain America six part Disney Plus series of him returning all the infinity stones.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Chris Evans has already talked about coming back. As Captain America, Robert Downey Jr. has said, he said never say never about him mm-hmm. coming back as Iron Man. Yeah, there's there's pieces of the puzzle there, and there's so many different. The one I always think of is um, now I can't remember which stone it is called. Actually, I think it's uh, I don't remember. It's, the only it's,
1: problem it's, with that though is you couldn't have all the other superheroes there because they're not there, right? No, but because they didn't go in the time thing.
0: No, it's it's just him, but yeah. it's him going back to these scenarios. So, for instance, how I mean, Thanos got it by killing Gamora and the, and the Natasha Clint <gasps> battle to die, which is just how I like to describe it now. I'm sad. If Steve goes back there to return that stone, he's gonna run into Red Skull. Okay. Who was his villain in Captain America: The First Avenger? Yeah. So he's gonna go, uh, Stephen Rogers son of and whatever like he'll do that whole description and then he'll be like wait you're you're just the red skull like that's just gonna be it'd be such an interesting interaction of yeah how would these two former rivals because it seems like the red skull is just kind of accepted that this is his fate Mm -hmm. but now steve has to go return the stone there right and trying to think about what else like the sorcerer supreme from dr strange that's how the hulk got it yeah so then captain america just pops in and hit there's some there's probably a whole episode of Captain America talking to the Sorcerer Supreme of life lessons and.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I think be, I think it's a great idea.
0: So I should go pitch it to Marvel.
1: One hundred percent.
0: But if if I if I was writing and directing, which I think they would have to let me do at that point, obviously I have to do the podcast remotely.
1: Okay, that's okay.
0: From unknown location in Marvel. <laughs> Those are really those are my, I guess three some just something more with scrolls because right. I, I just want to know more of their story.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, Jimmy Woo Hex Files and Captain America Returns the Stones. I think you could just call it that.
1: Right, returning of the stones.
0: Yeah, and it's to me it's the future of storytelling with Marvel. Of it doesn't have to just be movies. Yes. Yes. Doing no. a show like that, I think for Chris Evans it's something different, and it'd be a lot of just him.
1: Yeah. Yeah so in in the same uh realm I put I would like to see more female Avengers so just like I don't have specifics like you but I just would like to see more female like you know we have Natasha we have Wanda and I know there are other female like you know uh sorry in Marvel I know there are other females like Kobe's
0: kobe smulders
1: kobe smulders maria right maria Maria. um and we have um emily van camp who plays the granddaughter
0: sharon carter yeah
1: so there are females there that are kick-ass and awesome but i would like to see a bit more female avengers
0: i think so adding on to wanda natasha now sorry um so wanda um uh i can't think of the wasp the what like ant-man and the wasp yeah uh she's a part of or not necessarily part of it but she was there for that final battle yes um the one thing
1: gwyneth paltrow you never know could be a iron girl
0: yeah um they're doing uh miss marvel which is america chavez is a she becomes a young avenger which i imagine uh her Haley steinfeld is going to be kate bishop uh hawkeye's daughter
1: right so it's good we're getting there there's definitely
0: more representation yeah
1: i just would like i would just like to see because i just feel like it's still a bit and i'm trying not to be too feminist here but like it's still a bit of a man's world and so when you have a movie like captain marvel it doesn't do as well because i think it's because it's like people aren't used to it and it's like it's different in
0: a lot of um a type a men don't like that
1: yeah and i think the more you have it and it's part of the world and it's just it's just part of it so like you know it's not so like this is the man and this is the woman it's just like these are avengers and they're all powerful and wonderful and they save us you know
0: the one thing that i I don't think everybody really wants to talk about right now but Uh, i think the best move for black panther would be to make sure he like his sister the black panther
1: so i read an article saying um that i'm so i cannot remember who was saying it but um she was saying that whoever's writing it or directing it has got some amazing ideas and so uh
0: if it's it should still be ryan kugler i'm pretty sure because they're also doing a disney plus series on wakanda
1: yeah so they whoever whoever it was that i read it was saying like some really great ideas so they're pretty excited I just have one more One more Yeah Okay so another movie I've always um, kind of thought of Is um, So I wanted to be this like This girl that's worth Like a billion dollars Because her She inherits this money And I want her to be young I want her to be in like Her early 20s And I want her to live on like In a beach house But she's a gore Like she doesn't like to leave But she has a ton of security Around her and then I want these two people. So it's they're going to, they're going to pose as, as brother and sister, but they're actually lovers. And they're trying to like get like money, like they're trying to uh, infiltrate her life and get her money. So like the guy's going to pretend to be in love with her and she's going to pretend to be a yoga instructor just to get in, you know, like the girl will get in as a yoga instructor and then she'll be like, oh, you have to meet my brother. And then kind of a love affair but there's a really good twist which I don't want to say just in case it ever got made or whatever but there's a really good twist in it that I've thought of and so it's another one of those movies that I've thought about and I see her you know in her house and she never wants to leave and she's you know worth a lot of money and yeah
0: does it go i i'm not here to try to spoil it does it go more to like a thrillery horror kind of
1: yeah like psychological thriller for sure so yeah and it's just like i want there to be twists and turns and it's like you think it's going in one direction and it's like it's not gonna be what you think and stuff so yeah that's my last so those are my those are my movies
0: all right that is that's bitch me for this week uh do you still want to stick to one movie?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just uh, just could being back at work, and I still want to...
0: It's my turn, right?
1: It's your turn. And you uh, I do want to finish up the Marvel Universe. All
0: right, okay. Just walking in, being all loud. Thanks, yeah. Dad. <laughs> See you for the podcast Friday. All right. Number 30, which is The Pianist.
1: Okay, thanks. Nice. I gotta write it down. I always forgot. And then I ask you ten minutes from now.
0: Uh, I have no idea what that movie is.
1: Uh, I believe I've seen it. I think it might be in the black and white. Um, I'm not sure though. What? Well, I yeah. feel like I've seen it. I oh, you know who I?
0: Th- I was thinking at the artist.
1: Oh. Uh, uh, it is from 2002. It's a Roman Polanski. <laughs> adrian brody yeah i feel like i've seen it but it was a long time ago
0: all right well that'll be our that's next week movie for next week besides that case got anything else
1: i have nothing else jackie
0: Uh, (laughs) jackie is that my nickname yeah all right and
1: jack sprat
0: besides that we'll see you next time bye